Well, hello, it's me, your host, Dr. Shinshuri. You are listening to Oracle Radio. This is the Heart to Heart Show. And today's topic is listen to your inner wisdom. I'm excited about that because listening takes patience. It takes perseverance. It also takes determination and discipline. So today's topic is to tap in to the power within to give you an opportunity to listen to your inner wisdom. But before we delve into this topic, because this is one part one of the show, we have a very special guest that we will be announcing in a little bit. But before we do, we want to remind you that we plan to take a non-structured, evolving approach to our discussion today. The idea is to have the discussion evolve through question iniquity. Freestyle is what we will do today. Be encouraged to join us in this collaborative dialogue. Whatever comes up for you, we ask that you jump in here and share your questions, your comments, or your perspective, whatever that might be. There may be some words, expressions, and ideas that may be shared that may strike a chord in you, and it's okay. If so, we want you to pay attention to that voice. Watch it. Critique it. Be the observer of your own thoughts. That is what Rethmo is, super conscious living. Then decide, will you allow yourself to be riled by what, by what is being shared, or will you allow yourself to be motivated? Jump in here and contribute your own ideas and perspectives in this co-creative process. The choice is yours. You can choose to be disturbed and razzled, or you can choose to be collaborative and inspirational. It's really up to you. But whatever you do, we ask you to be ready. Be ready to embrace unknown certainty. I was willing, but unable. 
I don't know. Maybe I was just too conscious. I wanted to, but I struggled. I tried, and I struggled some more. What is this? Really? Help me. I'm running. I can't get away. Then I heard, Stop. Let go and be free. There's only love. Feel it, see it, trust it, embrace it. How could I not see? I was blinded by my own disparity. Nowhere to go, nothing to do. I didn't know, but I found myself. I reconnected with you. Unwavering life force energy. You showed me. I remembered you. You embraced me. I'm never letting go. I'm exactly where I want to be, a reflection of you emanating through me. I am you, you are me, we shall traverse eternity. So we want we want to give everyone the opportunity to tap into this dialogue today. We have a very special guest on our call today. His name is Rodolfo Young. I will be introducing him momentarily. But before I do, I want to uh, remind everyone that this show is a very special show for me because it is the cornerstone of opening our heart chakras. And this is part one of the show because typically this show really requires a couple of hours, but um, the first hour, uh, which is this show, part one, is going to allow us to tap into uh, the, the healing practice of being silent, listening, and embracing unknown certainty to get the inspiration we need from within to guide and govern our lives. The, the, the fourth, this is the fourth step in the superconscious model for living or what I like to, what I've come to uh, call the expressions of unconditional love. But it is also a significant part of healing amidst tribulation. So whatever might be going on in your life, good, bad, or indifferent, your life experiences are the stage by which you can heal. There's also... Uh, evident that your life experiences provide the um, the situations, the uh, touch points by which you can be moved and inspired uh, and to expand your heart chakra. So you can use your life experiences as a tool to guide you through the process. And, and you'll be learning more about that in part two. But in this first part, we'll be talking with Rodolfo and learning a lot about how he's been doing it within his own practice of silence and alma flow and epic breath and how you can get to that state of of being directly connected with what I like to call uh, the great omnipresent deity, uh, the divine. It involves spending time daily to be in silence 
and listening. This expression is inspirational. Through this expression, you can receive guidance, information, insight, knowledge, wisdom, and pure, unconditional love. When you can remember, remain, excuse me, when you can remain open and free, you will establish a direct connection to source. The connection will be evanescent unless you remain willing to listen, hear, follow direction, which is the topic of the show. Listening to your inner, listen to your inner wisdom. The more you're vigilant with yourself, because it will require you to be disciplinary towards your own thoughts and who you are and how you choose to show up. Through a repeated daily practice and discipline, you will be able to maintain a direct connection if you stay vigilant with yourself. As you establish a more solid, unwavering connection to source, you will move into a state of allowing. When this happens, knowledge, wisdom, and truth can flow through unabated. I am going to say that piece of this again because that is the critical piece that is the difference between maintaining us the connection or losing it. When this happens, knowledge, wisdom, and truth can flow through unabated, meaning uninterrupted, not blocked, not stopped, or hindered in any way. It's tricky, but we're going to talk about it, we're going to get deep into it, and we're going to learn about some very powerful healing modalities that many of us who are already applying this in our own lives are using to allow our inner light to shine and emanate and radiate and come forth. You will begin to remember who you are through this process. Your life purpose and, and you will step into your true power. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest, Mr. Rodolfo Young. He is native Balinese uh, healer. He will be accompanying us. Or actually, he's going to already be in Bali because he lives in Bali. We're going to uh, Bali in June, taking a group of individuals who are focused on establishing a constant unwavering connection by opening their heart chakra and learning to emanate and be expressions of unconditional love. It's part of my new book and CD. It's how we practice Rhythmo and the heart chakra is the center point or piece in this entire practice. Everything centers around the heart chakra. It's the most important chakra in your entire body system because it's the one thing that regulates the flow between unconsciousness and consciousness and super consciousness and how you can maintain a super conscious connection. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Rodolfo Young to our show. He's going to talk to us about his practice and his, his mission to heal 1 million hearts through the opening of the heart chakra. Welcome to the show, Rodolfo. How are you today? Welcome. I'm doing really well. Hi, and thank you for the wonderful welcome. I'm, I'm doing really well, Tammy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
So um, it's really, really uh, great to hear your voice again. And um, I'm going to, this this show is really about you and your healing practice because I have had an opportunity when I came to Bali with, um, with uh, Diana um, Vitia, Vitia Antonio, Antonio back in 2012, I got an opportunity to, uh, you were doing your silent practice at the time, so you really wasn't speaking mm-hmm. to anybody. However, I got an opportunity to experience your epic breath healing um, technique, and I mean, it was so powerful for me. I think uh, on the trip, there was about maybe 12, maybe 14 people with us, and I was the only one that had this epic experience, <laughs> you know, going through it, mm-hmm. and in and, and the healing I don't know if you remember that, but but it was very powerful and intense for me. So I'd like to start there uh, because one of the things that uh, uh, some of the practitioners and those that are coming with me to Bali, uh, one of the things that they're going to experience is your epic breath. So I'd like to start there, and um, if you could just share more about the technique, what it is, and how it's going to help with the opening of their heart chakra and um, the expansion of consciousness for their own health and well-being. Sure. Yeah, the, the breathwork, I always, whenever I introduce it, whenever I share around breathwork in general, I always ask the question, and I ask this to your listeners now, do you have experience with breathwork? And normally in group settings, maybe 10, 20% will raise their hands and say yes. And it always surprises me because aren't we all breathing? Aren't we all in every moment having breath? The real practice is are you aware of it? And it's the same way of, you know, are you aware of that heart space? Are you aware of the silence from which all expression is coming? And are you aware of the life that's moving in and out of you, which is that breath? And so when we do the epic breath technique, it's a three-step technique of becoming aware. That's really all that's happening, even in the the one-on-one breath healings, it's simply bringing an awareness to the energy, the, the capacity and potential that's already vibrating through every single person's body and consciousness and essence. The breath simply gives you a channel to move into that awareness. So, as I said, it's, it's a three-part technique, and we start off with this warrior breath, which is this powerful breathing through in and out the nose. And then we do what's called a lock and drop, and that's literally just taking that breath and all the chi, all the energy that you've cultivated by intentionally breathing, and you bring that down into the abdomen with all the organs and let it just nourish those internal organs, and also with an intention of bringing it into the core of your being. You know, we have our center, our core, our dantian. There's so many different words for that area of the body from which we get to move in a centered fashion. And when we bring all our attention and all this energy and all this oxygen there, and then exhale slowly. And and I think of inhaling and exhaling, not just in terms of the air that you're bringing in and out your nose, but the quality. We inhale life. We, We take in nourishment. We allow ourselves to receive everything that's around us. And then we bring it in. We hold it. We hold it so that we can really integrate it, assimilate it. So often in life, we're running around and we'll, we'll breathe something in, but we won't really integrate it. We'll kind of hop it back out before we've done anything with it. 
And so you breathe it in, you lock it, you drop it, that's bringing it into your center. And remember, now we're talking more in the metaphor of everything you take in in life. And then the expression, your authenticity, the, the very message that wants to come from your heart out into the world is the exhalation. And so the tumo exhale is the most important part of the technique, is to inhale, six warrior breaths, lock and drop, you bring it back down into your center, and then you exhale the potency of who you are. And, and you do it slowly. So often I see people that, you know, whether it be in their actual breathing or in just their expression in life, are kind of trying to get it out as fast as possible and as soon as possible so that it's done. Rather than really savoring, the same way that you would savor your favorite meal or, or, or a really delicious food, to savor every bit of the expression that's going out of you as much as you would the expression that comes into you because it's just as significant. And when we really start to understand that, then we really start to understand why being in the heart, from the heart space expressing, the potency and the importance of that is because it, it takes it from being a fast food <laughs> to being a delicacy and a cuisine. And that's really what we're after. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so um, in your healing practice, um, I guess with, with now I have been using your epic breath for the last few years and from time to time when I need to rejuvenate myself or get a deep, uh, go in deeply, I'll, I'll use it, I'll practice it. But I was wondering um, as you, um, if you can share with the listening audience just how frequent should a person uh, apply the, the technique once they learn it? You can apply it once, twice a day, really. It's the, there's two parts to the technique. The, the, the beginning part, which is what I often share in the group settings and those of your listeners who are going to come and join us out in Bali will get to experience this. That part, it's more of a breath cleanse. It's kind of like a detox, and you don't really want to do that too often, maybe once a week at most, and it's best in group settings and with a facilitator because that's a really potent, potent practice of you know, you're breathing about 20, 30 minutes intensely and moving a lot of stuff. The purpose behind that is actually to get people past their mental blocks because we mm -hmm. don't realize how powerful we really are. We don't realize mm. what's already within us. And to break through all the critical factors of the mind and, and our doubts and our fears and limiting beliefs, to get through all that to become aware of what's actually in your heart moving out takes, you know, this potent, potent practice. But once you've done that, once you've proven at least once, or even if you just are mentally open or ready for it, you can start doing the, the daily epic breath practice one, two, three times a day whenever you really need a quick boost of clarity, of energy, and, and obviously the vibrancy of the awareness of what's already in you. Yeah, I always say with this practice, and really any practice, anything you feel, whether it's in meditation and you start to feel sensations of your body or in the, the, the kind of tingling sensations that come up from these epic breath healings, whatever it is, it was there the whole time. <laughs> you just weren't aware of it, and the practice simply brings you an awareness. So to be honest, once you have the awareness of the subtlety of this practice, you could be using it 
in every single breath that you're taking because the, the awareness is the practice. The breathwork technique is just a tool to get to that practice. Yes, yes. So um, what I would like to uh, ask you is um, when you do your practice, because I know you have a number of different techniques, um, and, and, and what I'd like to, to get into is when I met you, you were doing your silent practice. And mm-hmm. the silence practice, which I like to do, but I, it's not being silent for a whole year. So can you talk a little bit about the silent practice, why you started it, and what happened to you after you actually did the silence practice and, and its connection to healing and opening your heart chakra? Yeah, the, the silence, I actually just recently, two months ago, completed my second year of silent practice. Uh, when you met me, I think I was in my first year. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love to, to say that it was a, a super conscious yogi guru kind of choice of, oh, I'm going to <laughs> go in and cultivate this you know, silence. But the honest truth is it was because of heartbreak. When I originally went into silence for that first year, and this was back in 2012, it was because of a devastating loss in my life. And I literally felt like my heart was shattered. And from that, I realized that the human nature is to go out and try to fill in or, or fix those cracks and, and the broken image with external influences and distractions. And I didn't want to do that because I realized that's kind of a, a hamster wheel approach where you're, you're always chasing your own tail in essence. But what would happen if I went in? What would happen if I just quieted everything else so that I could start to listen to the story that I was telling myself? And I dropped in for 365 days of silent practice, which on the practical side didn't mean that I isolated myself in a retreat or in my home, but I continued to live my normal life. I I even led two nine-day immersions. I was continuing to coach people. I traveled. Um, You know, everything was the same. I just wasn't speaking verbally or vocally. And I dropped in. And for that first year, because I dropped in out of the intention of healing my heart, and, you know, that's the the main point of today's talk and and everything that you're sharing, is this idea of really coming into the heart. I dropped in, and what I realized was this, and it was such a potent lesson. And funny enough, it only happened right at the end of that year. So almost an entire year of silence, almost to think that I had failed the practice to find out that it was all from a false belief. You see, I thought my heart was broken, but it wasn't my heart that was broken. My heart was full. Everybody's heart is full. We are complete and and whole and unique. What is different is the story we place on top of it. Mm. And so I had placed a story on top of my heart, a story on top of my fullness, on top of my completion, on top of my wholeness, that I was broken. And as soon as I could remove that, then suddenly I was back in purpose. I was back in my passion and back in my whole capacity of love. So uh, now I always tell people that, you know, your wholeness, your purpose, your passion, you're not going to find by discovering it somewhere because the discovery is always outside of you. But you'll find it by an uncovering, an an uncovering of self, an uncovering of the layers and conditions and stories and protections that you have placed that got in the way. And, you know, we, we again look at even that breath practice where I said the first part of it is to get those layers out of the way so that you 
the real you can show up. Yes. This is good. This is delicious. Man, I yeah. I am. <laughs> this is this is real delicious because um you know, it's just amazing. I'm just thinking about my own story and just how my heart chakra expanded and and, and everything with, with what I was doing in my practice as well. Um, quite different from yours, but nonetheless, the effect, the coming in the wake, it's so funny that I'm, I'm thinking about your silent practice and I didn't go silent at all. I haven't even done the silent practice at all, but I, I've gone through what I call the uh, listening to your inner wisdom, um, one of the expressions mm-hmm. in the step of the Rethmo experience. And I have, I've experienced the same thing. The only difference is from my own unique perspective, my own life situations and my own circumstances. But the outcome, which is so you, so powerful, uh, between us is the same. We both were able to, uh, through our different ways of going within and looking at ourselves and healing our heart chakras, we're able to expand it and open up and come to that realization, even though our techniques for getting there was different. That's what is delicious mm-hmm. about, about your, your dialogue. So in, mm-hmm. in a nutshell, do you have like a, a holistic system that you do or is it just different because I know you have the alma flow and you have some new techniques that you are putting mm-hmm. out there as well um, in addition to what you have on your website and what you are uh, what you've been promoting for the last few years can you talk us a little tell us a little bit about alma flow and some of the upcoming um, you know the the new techniques that you're going to be launching and releasing I would like to do that but give me a second to take a short intermission I'd like to come back and yes. ask that question again about Almaflow and some of your newer techniques that you are uh, going to be releasing and announcing soon so that some of the listeners can check, check out what you're doing and visit you and follow you and stuff. So just give me a moment. I yes. want to give everyone an opportunity to remember that this show, Listen to Your Inner Wisdom, is one of the steps in the superconscious model for living. And it's an expression of unconditional love, which is out of my new book and CD. I have the song, the meditative practice for Rismo and for the meditation, two different versions of the same song, but one is more meditative and the one is more for your integrated practice. So if you want to combine it with yoga or Tai Chi or some other modality, you could do this practice of Rismo with some of those other modalities. Uh, to have more of an integrated combina- combination of uh, techniques working together. And the intent of this is that it will help to accelerate the opening of your heart chakra. But uh, what I want to do is give you, um, take a quick intermission for a few minutes and let, let the listening audience hear, uh, listen to your inner wisdom, which is the Rismo expression of meditation and it was it's being performed by myself and featuring Ayla Dozer and we did this to help people really look at their heart chakra and the uh, connectedness and the affinity that happens through the expression of love. All energy that is not mine, I release. No attachments. 
No resistance. No repulsion. I accept the light within me and radiate it purely. I am an innocent being, infinitely unfolding. All energy that is not mine, I release. I am free. Life that is my birthright, I accept. All energy that is not mine, I release. I am free to be. Life that I can magnify, I accept. All energy that is not mine, I release. I am free to be. All life that fills my cosmic being. I accept all energy that is not mine, I release all energy that is not mine, I release no thought, no fear, be free. is only one conscious, one source. I listen, I hear, I follow. I accept the life energy within me and radiate it. I am an innocent being, infinitely unfolding. All energy that exists is me. I am you. You are me. We are one. All life energy within me 
I emanate freely. All energy that exists is me. I am you. You are me. We are one. All life energy within me, I have the power to magnify. All energy that exists is me. I am you. You are me. We are one. All life energy fills my cosmic being. I ride the wave of infinity. I am pure light energy. We are one. Wow. Every time I hear that, I just uh, just uh, love that song. That's one of my beautiful... I love that. That's one of my favorite songs on the Meditation CD. But I'd like to invite uh, those that are tuning in that if you have a question for Rodolfo or myself, uh, definitely call in. Our call-in number is 310-861-2329. This is your opportunity to dial in um, and get in our host queue. Uh, so that we can um, take your question. Or if you have a comment or question and you want to get it answered and don't want to speak live, then you can also uh, join the live chat and type your question there as well. Um, we will continue our dialogue with Rodolfo as we uh, continue uh, moving forward. So, uh, Rodolfo, can you share uh, a little bit more about Homoflow and some of the new healing modalities or techniques that you are releasing. I know you you had mentioned to me earlier in the week that you had some new things, so I'm excited to hear about that and and definitely Mm -hmm. would like to have some of the listeners learn more about uh, your practice and and some of the other things you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the the Homoflow, I always like to to think of it in this way. Homo is is soul or spirit and flow kind of like a dance. And, and so these modalities that I use and, and ways in which I facilitate healing, because I never really say that I myself am the healer because I, I really truly believe that each individual is their own healer. And it's by coming back again to that awareness of their own capacity and potential. And what I get to do is hold the space mm-hmm. for it. And whether I'm holding that space by being silent and listening which I think is, is incredibly powerful, or if I'm holding that space by helping people breathe in a certain intentionality, or if I'm actually holding space doing an flow where I'm physically creating the safety. And, and that's really what it's all about is that, you know, there's a part of us, and it's, it's in all of us that yearns to be seen, that wants to express, but maybe at some point in, in our lives, got fearful that if it expressed, it could be hurt, it would be denied, it could be ignored, it could be rejected or judged. But that place, it's coming from a place of beauty. It's coming from the place of love and heart within you, and it's an inspiration that wants to express through you. So what I do in the Alma Flow sessions 
is I mix a little bit of Thai and Shiatsu technique. I'm trained and certified in about 21 different massage modalities and energy forms. But when I actually go into the Alma Flow, all my training is there in the background, but what's there in the foreground is simply presence, is me being present with the person in front of me. Or if I'm doing it as a distance healing, which I also do, then it's the person that I'm just intending a connection with. And that's the beauty of the distance uh, healing and even the AMA flow is it's all energetic. It's all about the presence of connection with awareness and intention. And so as I start to do that, especially if it is in person, I might move them around a little bit with the Thai and Shiatsu and hitting some acupressure points. But the real intention is to give them the space to come out of their minds, <laughs> meaning get out of their heads and drop into their bodies. Because mm. it's in the sensations of yes. the body. It's in the awareness and connection to what's happening inside you, not so much in your thoughts and stories, but actually in your physicality that starts you to drop you into the moment. And when you can be in the moment present is when you start to actually hear the whispering of your own heart, which has been there the whole time, but maybe not as loudly as those thoughts that were going on. And so that's exactly. really what I do in the AMA flow is I hold that space. And I hold it with so much love and just there to witness. And I think that's one of the things that most people, and, and it, even in my silence, I really got to practice this a lot in my interactions with people. Because I wasn't preparing a response, because I wasn't speaking, I could just be a witness. I could just observe and listen. And that's something that so many of us often are missing, that we, we may not have regularly in our lives or we haven't asked for regularly in our lives because it's available to just say hey I just need to express and have it be witnessed I don't need it to be fixed I don't need it to be changed I don't need it to be judged or evaluated but can I just be who I am and have it be witnessed and that's what the alma flow is all about and even some of the newer forms of what I'm doing which are in heart readings and these distance healings and things like that it's just to witness you to witness the potent, powerful you that wants to express but has been afraid to because they didn't know if it would be accepted. And that's the whole point of the space created with the Alma Flow is a space of safety, acceptance, and open for expression. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Man, I could I could put this I could put this on a plate with some steak and sop it up with a biscuit with some gravy. <laughs> <laughs> give me some give me some nourishment. I mean, not to get so uh, physical in terms of the the food, but I'm 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 thinking in terms of the spiritual nourishment. Oh goodness, mm-hmm. it's delicious. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to open up the line for uh, caller Latasha. Are you on? I'd like to. Uh, you have a question for Rodolfo? I do have a question. Thank you, Doc. <clears throat> so, um, Rodolfo, I just have a question about how do you let go and mm-hmm. truly live in the now? Because mm-hmm. I think with me personally, that's my personal struggle, really, really letting go. I feel like I have to control everything that's around me, like as far as me as a person, how I react to situations. But how do you really let go and let everything naturally unfold? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Natasha, thank you so much for that question. It's a really great question. And funny enough, I was asked that same question 
I think a couple weeks back, I give these weekly heart talks uh, locally here. And somebody asked the very question. They said, how do you let go? And my response in the moment was, was very simple. I said, you stop holding on. You see, we, we start to think that to let go is an action that we have to put effort into. But if you put effort into, then you're also putting an energy and a charge and, a, and you're holding something then. Mm. It's not about mm. control because that's the only reason we think we have to do something to let go is because we think we, we want to control how we let it go. It's mm. about not holding on. So trusting that this moment and everything around you and, and the whole reality and the universe and you know, all your support systems are there for you. Not against you, not in war against you, but there to support you in some capacity. And all you have to do is be willing to trust it. And in that, you stop holding on. You stop trying to control the situation. And coming back again to kind of the intention of the flow, you witness what's happening. You witness that you're part of a happening. And you are the mm. happening. And the world around you is the happening. And it's all one thing. It's not separate. That's why there's no friction because it's not separate there's a connection happening and in that it's really easy to let go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my goodness Thank now you. this that is hitting me on all levels powerful. <laughs> yes. very powerful i mean on all levels you hit me hit at the top if he he started at the top of your head went all the way down to your room what's up what's up oh my god that was, that was delicious that was just too delicious and if you i mean if you were um if anybody's listening in that is even halfway balanced and aligned, which is what the Reef Mode experience is all about, if you even just have a little bit of a alignment going on or even just a little bit of balancing, you felt all that. That was really that was really great. Really great. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit more about some of your um your new modalities and what you, what you're releasing. What are your new um, techniques. What are you What are you bringing on the horizon for 2017, 2018? What's going on with you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, these days, what I'm doing. Uh, when I came out of my first year in silence back in in 2013, when I finished it, I started a mission to inspire one million hearts, and I've been on that mission now for about four years, four or five years, and I've reached rough estimate probably around 600,000 people and hearts through social media, through interviews and, and radio broadcasts like this, through live talks, coaching, the books that I've, I've sold uh, globally. And as I've continued on that, I've, I've created new platforms to reach more and more people. And it's not always going to be just from my own content, but also the, the vast, infinite amount of content that's out there for personal development. And I think that's really where my next step is. And I've recently launched a new platform. It's called the PD Academy, Personal Development Academy, where I'm bringing in a curation of the top mentors and thought leaders and their content, their media, and my own to really give people access to the next step in their own lives. Give them the the ability to look within to find that self-discovery and then that expression and how to do it in the best possible way to express it and also profit from it because we, we are in a, a third dimensional reality here that money and, and income and survival is something to look at. And we get to do that with abundance, not from a place of scarcity, but from a place of, wow, where's my prosperity in this? 
And that's what I love about the concept of personal development is it's not catharsis. It's not therapy. We're not here to heal anybody because to be really honest, when you, when you do the work, and like you're saying, and I'm sure this is where the Ritmo experience goes, you discover that you were never broken, that there was never anything wrong, but again, it was just a story. And once you know that, then you get to start making up the story. And that's where the personal <laughs> development starts to come in is tools and resources. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> tools and resources to go from that place of balance now where you have discovered, oh, this is who I am, and there's nothing for me to fix because I came into this world perfect, and I am in this moment perfect. And now I get to take perfection and express it. And that's that development where you choose the story and the expression and the message you want to share with the world and with those around you and the heart that you get to share with love. And there's so many different ways of doing that. And, and that's what I'm doing now is I, I locally I give classes on personal development, anything from mindfulness to NLP and hypnosis to entrepreneurship and success mindsets, mm. all sorts of different modules to really give people that access and accountability. And I, I say that word really specifically, an accountability, meaning I don't want to just give you information so that you can read it and say, oh, yeah, that's nice, and not do anything with it. But rather, the PD Academy brings community together so that you have a team effort and the support community to hope, hopefully help you through the things that you're, you're moving through in the development of your greatest potential and maximum uh, message that's, that can be put out there into the world. So that's mm -hmm. primarily the main thing that I'm doing these days is, you know, I'm continuing my, my one-on-ones with Alma Flows and distance healings, and I, I give my weekly talks and coachings. And now I'm really bringing a lot of focus to this PD Academy that I have so many big, big uh, visions and ideas to, to move with where we're eventually going to have – I want you, you and the listeners to just imagine this. Imagine instead of a phone booth, which I don't think really even exists anymore, but imagine a phone booth-like thing on the corner of every street that's a personal development bubble. Like you go and you walk in. It's on your lunch break from work. You sit down, and you have 20 minutes of a guided meditation sitting inside – this nice safe container that moves you into a state of mind that when you go back to work or if you go back to family, or you go back to friends or back to school if you're, you're still in, in your education, that you go back full of life, vibrancy, and inspiration because then that gets rubbed off and almost contagiously gives everybody else permission to be in the same state of mind. That's yes, there's something. Yes, I love your mission. I'm on. I'm on that mission with you. Uh, I would like to. Uh, there's something you said, and you said that um, mm -hmm. that the practice of doing alma flow, epic breath, and opening your heart chakra, you begin to remember who you are at your core, right? Mm -hmm. Which is uh, like you, yeah. like you said, it, it, it's in alignment with the Rethmo experience. And that you begin to find that you've been telling yourself a story, a story um, that you have created in your own consciousness. Like, you know, like this is who I am about myself, that disposition and consciousness is what we call it in, in Ritmo. And, um, and you come to realize that you're perfect. You are perfect. That, that there's nothing, mm -hmm. I'm not perfect about you. But I want to, I want to 
uh, make sure that I clarify what he's saying here. You are a perfect being, okay? Because in Rithmo, we talk about the imperfection of the experience that we're living. And, and what he's speaking about is not the imperfection of the experience, but the imperfection of you, the, the perfection of you. He's saying that you are already perfect, and that is true. But we talk about something in Rethmo where we talk about we talk about uh, the experience or life situation that you may be going through is imperfect, and it's not meant to be perfect. It's meant to be experienced, mm-hmm. hence the Rethmo experience. So you may go through all these different ups and downs, life situations, different things going on in your life, which can take you from one extreme to the other. And that's not meant to be perfect. It's meant to be experienced. But you, in Mm -hmm. all of that experience, are a perfect being. So you don't have to tell yourself a story about what the experience really is Mm -hmm. that's happening. It's just happening. Um, You know, and so that's the distinction I wanted to make sure that I clarify because when we talk, you know, when we talk with uh, with the practitioners, we talk about the imperfection of life, uh, the imperfection of, of 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 the experience and situations we may find ourselves in, the conundrums, the 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 rifts, the 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 challenges. That is intended to be what it is, and that in itself is not a perfection. It is just a way to for you to experience, or you're intended to experience that. So I just wanted to clarify that. But yes, you are a perfect mm-hmm. being. Who you are, how you choose to show up determines the difference between whether people are experiencing the you, the real you, the perfect you, or if they, they're experiencing the pseudo you, the one that you put on in your mind and the thoughts that you have about yourself and therefore you project that out. And then that's what people experience of you rather than the, the real you that's at your core, at the heart, at the center of your heart chakra. So yes, I wanted to, to clarify that. Are there, we got a few more minutes, are there any other things you would like the listening audience to know about you as, as a healer, as a practitioner, or a, a, for your own healing, and being a guide, a facilitator uh, to help others as they, they um, take their journey? Also, if you can just kind of give a little bit of insight uh, about, if you can give a little bit of insight as to uh, the environment of Bali, because Bali is the 13th mm-hmm. gateway on the planet in terms of uh, the meridian system of the earth and chakra locations. And so for Bali, we've chosen it as, a, as um, the, the first excursion because right now Bali is full of love energy. And while it is the 13th gateway, at this time on the planet, it is, is, a, is a critical point. And so we're using the transient chakra, which is the sixth chakra, as our location for Bali, only so that we can focus on heart expansion because of the love energy emanating from Bali at this time. So if you could talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah. So let me speak quickly to, to this island of, of magic and intention, Bali, Indonesia. I've been here for about eight years now, and I can very well give testimony to the potency that this land holds for transformation. Uh, People often say that Bali either fully embraces you or it spits you out. And I actually think what's really happening is it amplifies anything that you bring. 
And mm. so it's not that it embraces or spits you out. It's that it is amplifying your willingness to go through anything that you're bringing with you. And if yeah, you do that, then it always nourishes you. It, and it's that loving energy. It always nourishes you in that process. But you have to be willing. You have to really commit to that. And, you know, the Balinese people are these beautiful, beautiful people who every single day they offer, they give literally a ritualistic offering with incense and flowers and water petals and, and altars. Every day, twice a day, they give this offering. And that sets so much intentional charge of presence, of love and devotion into the air. And you have hundreds and thousands of them doing it throughout the island every single day, twice a day. So you can just imagine what happens when you walk off the plane arriving in Bali, you immediately walk into a field that is ready for you to shift, change, transform, develop, and move anything that you choose to do so. Mm. So this is a very yes. potent island. <laughs> yes, and it's good that very, you, very you clarified that because people, you know, there's a very, people come back saying it's a strange energy at Bali. I'm like, that's because mm-hmm. of where you were in consciousness. And, and you're just, exactly. you're just, you're, you're just saying what I've been saying all along about no matter where you go on the planet, it's where you are mm. in consciousness, not what's going on with the earth, but what's going on with you. So you need to put the spotlight, mm-hmm. the introspection on yourself. And when you do that, exactly. it allows you to open your heart chakra, right? So you, you can embrace uh, Bali. The energy there is pure. The earth, mother earth is pure as she ever was. In terms of her mm-hmm. its intention to manifest life, to create life, to give life, uh, you know, abundantly, it's it's what man is doing on the earth that is awry, that is contrary <laughs> to you know, you know. And so when we we go to these places that are really energetic healing places, it's like you said, it's what you're bringing to it. So if you already ha- if you have a deep disposition in your consciousness where you're unconscious or you're not aware of the negative energies that you're bringing, you're just going to magnify what you're bringing to it. And so if you come with an open heart or come with the intention of an open heart, then it'll it'll magnify that intention so that you can receive from it. And I just love that. I just oh, I just love that. That's juicy. That's juicy. <laughs> Delicious juicy. <laughs> That's what's up. So we have I have a, a couple of um uh, listeners that are tuning in and they're pinging me on Facebook saying that they have been having a hard time commenting on the in the live chat. So they have not. So we haven't gotten any. And I didn't realize this until just now that there's a there, there seems to be some issues with the live chat. I'm able to type in the live chat, but it looks like some of our our listeners aren't able to. So I would encourage you if you have a question for Rodolfo, that if you're having a problem with the live chat, then to call in, our call-in number is 310-861-2329. And uh, we will uh, we'll open up your line and give you an opportunity to ask your question. And uh, Rodolfo uh, can answer some of your questions, because I'm sure you've been eager to get some of your questions answered just by uh, being a, a, an attentive listener. Uh, mm-hmm. working towards your own human evolution. So uh, is there anything else that you think uh, the um, Rhythmo practitioners should know um, in their preparation to coming to Bali? Mm-hmm. 
Well, and, and this is kind of something I think is, is critical to all life, uh, not just if you're coming to visit Bali and be in, in a, a transformational experience. It's the three principles that I believe is what brings us back into the beginner's heart, and it's what I'm teaching in all my coaching and my talks and everything that I'm doing with this mission to inspire one million hearts. And it's three things. It's acceptance, permission, expression. It's really easy to remember because it spells out ape, and so if you just monkey around a bit, you'll always find it. Acceptance is always first because acceptance, if you actually even look at, I think yesterday's daily musing, I do daily musings on Facebook Live broadcasts on my, my Facebook page. I talked about acceptance, and acceptance is simply recognizing the reality of this moment. It doesn't mean you have to like it. Most of us don't like something that we're having trouble accepting. So it's accepting is simply recognizing that it's the reality right now. And only once you accept it do you give it permission and open up a space for it to transform and to shift and to, to move on. As we had the, the question earlier, how do you let go? Well, first you have to get present to the reality of this moment and what it is you're trying to let go of and the fact that you are having trouble letting go of it or whatever that real, real authentic reality is, then you'll have the power to do something about it which is actually most of the time by relaxing into the moment because it's always moving. It's always on its way out. Every moment and instance, like a candle flame, is simply burning bright and then disappearing for the next one to show up. It's only mm. in our holding and our attachments that we hold on to a story of the moment and then miss all the other moments that are already happening in the present moment. So yeah. we have acceptance to get into the moment, permission, because once you accept something, then what you do is you actually realize, oh, look, this is the room or the box that I'm in. Permission is you open up the windows and the doors so that you can see that there's actually another world, there's a whole other room or house or mansion or you know, whatever you want to call it, waiting for your exploration. And you open up those doors and permission, that means you put down your protections that you've built up over time because most of them aren't needed in this moment. They were built for a threat that was from before in their past. Today, you probably mm -hmm. don't need all of them, but if you're present, you'll know which ones you do and which ones you don't. And so you give permission, you open up, you start bringing down the walls, and all of a sudden, here's what happens, and I love it, you move into expression automatically. Because in the second you put down the walls, you're seen. You can be seen by everybody else, and you're seen in your beauty, in your radiance, in, in your absolute brilliance, and that's your authentic expression. That's not coming because of expectation or how you think you're supposed to be perceived, but it's coming from who you really are. And that's what everything I'm doing with this heart mission, everything I share online, whether through my website or blogs, or mostly I share on my Facebook page, so that's the best place to connect with me, especially if you have more questions, anybody. Yes. Is that very, very message that the world is ready to see you. To know you and so mm. let's start the process to figure out who that is yes and yes uh, give them your uh, contact credentials how to reach out to you mm -hmm. how to connect with you um, I, I employ anybody who, who is uh, following me or part of my network uh, who's going to be going on the trip to uh, definitely uh, reach out to Rodolfo um, learn more about his practice and what he's doing and connect with him um, and uh, get some of that love energy that he got over there, because he got a lot of it, I'm telling you. 
<laughs> Thank from you. my own experience. I'm to, telling you, you got. <laughs> Thank you. So the best way to contact me is mostly through Facebook. And so if you just go to Facebook and my username is at heart coach Rodolfo, so facebook.com uh, forward slash at, or just heart coach Rodolfo. And you'll find my, my business page there where I'm posting and doing daily Facebook live broadcasts. I'll actually be doing one in, almost immediately after this uh, radio call. And so you can log in right now, actually, and you'll, you'll catch today's broadcast. It's this 15, 20-minute broadcast of daily musings and on-the-spot inspirations. And I take questions, obviously, as well. And from there, you can also find out all the events or other offerings that I'll be doing. You can also go to my main website, RodolfoYoung.com. And if you go under healing work, you'll find things around the epic breath work and my armor flow and the distance healing that we talked about. And otherwise... Send me a message when you go on Facebook. Send me a message on my website. I respond pretty quickly, and I'm all about direct interaction and connection. And so I welcome yes. the new connections that I get to have. Yes, that's what's up, you know, all that pseudo stuff. <laughs> I like direct connection. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're, we're <clears throat> at the top of the hour. Just want to remind everybody that we broadcast live throughout the week. When we are not broadcasting, you can listen to the archive right here on Blog Talk Radio. You can also listen to the archive from Oracle Learning Community at oraclesoftruth.org and iTunes. You can actually um, pull down the podcast recordings um, from iTunes if you have iTunes on your laptop or your desktop. You may also find us on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, YouTube, and other social media sites. Don't forget to bookmark us in your Blog Talk profile because it'll let you know when we're broadcasting live. You'll get an email if you, if you set up the email communication. Visit the Oracle Learning Community or Reasonable Fellowship Community to become a member. This is a social learning experience. We've turned Facebook into an institution of higher learning for those who want to actually be connected and learn together through virtual learning experiences, flexible virtual social learning experiences. The websites are oraclesoftruth.org and rithmo, R-I-T-M-O, dot Join the live discussion weekly to connect, share, communicate, learn, and share your viewpoints and perspectives. Solimentiaki, only here on Oracle Radio. Thanks, everybody, for attending and making this a wonderful learning and connection experience. The ideas and views expressed, shared, and communicated are not designed to limit, change, dispel, or ridicule individual ideas, religious convictions, beliefs, or unique mindsets. Our intent is to challenge conventional views in ways that may or may not have been exposed and debated before. The goal is to educate, enlighten, inspire, and provoke new ideas, viewpoints, and creativity in any and everyone who is willing to listen, communicate, and share their own ideas, beliefs, and perspectives. By sharing, we may be empowered to collectively transform our world and live according to supreme design as well as our own in ways that will transcend our present reality.